Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the Rose and Shine podcast featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. This is Josephine Roos, sending from New York. And Victoria from Stockholm. What a week this has been. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week. It's been so fun to finally be sharing what we've been working on all summer. I know, I know. It's been forever and we've had so much fun. And we've sat with uh, web meetings with our dear friend Manish in India. We've I been hope he's still talking. our friend. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> we've been talking daily. We've been learning so much. Everything from, yeah, from website making to podcast making. But it's been really, really fun. And it, we've been getting so much really nice feedback. I know. That's really wonderful. So thank you, everyone. And thank you for downloading and sharing and everything. We really feel your love and we love it but apart from all of this rose and shine we've also done other work right yeah i mean of course this is just our passion project right so yeah (laughs) so i've been full-time back at back at my job and uh, i mean you have uh, have had a really intense and really fun week so how fitting that today's episode is about work-life blend, because I think we've been practicing that really well, actually, don't there you think? There has been a lot of blending of the work and of the life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this concept, which is not work-life balance, right? No, that term is so 2010. <laughs> We're going to talk about work-life blend. Okay, so I was trying to explain to Steve, my husband, this morning, like, the difference. And I don't know if I really managed. I think I I passed the ball over to you. So what is the difference between a work-life blend and a work-life balance? Well, I would say that work-life balance, that is really when you see work and private as two different things. Mm Mm-hmm. And the idea is to find a good balance between the two so that you don't work too much, but still have great time at work. Okay, so that's the work-life balance, the traditional way. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. And work-life blend is quite different. Let me just tell you a story. So that I come to think of when, when I'm going to explain the idea of work-life blend. Yeah. And it was in the late 90s. I was attending this trend seminar on the future. 
And this was in Brussels. There was this super trendy guy. I thought he was quite old, but I guess now it was just because I was really young. So he was probably <laughs> quite young as well. And he was sharing about the future, how work life would look like in the future. And he said that in the future, there will be no employees, but rather everyone will be members of an organization. And I was just like, okay, he's really great <laughs> and fun, but I don't get it. That's not really going to happen. Yeah. But honestly, I think that's where we're at right now. I mean, the gig economy, that's just increasing the gig and economy, growing. What is the gig economy? Well, a gig economy that you rather than being a full-time fixed employee forever and ever and ever, you go in and take on temporary positions in an organization and you do what you do really best. So really it's formally, I would say, it's like independent workers going into large organizations doing short-term engagements. And this is a trend that statistically is just increasing. So and I've basically I, been part of the gig economy since the start of my career. Oh, yes, you have. <laughs> I mean, you you are like the, the gig economy person. And, and let's come back to that in a moment. But just to go back to the definition, I would say that work-life blend, it's having flexible work hours. It's a more fluid line between mm -hmm. what is work and what is not work. And it's really your possibility to blend the two. So I think that the episode is all about. Okay, fantastic. And uh, we have, of course, prepared our little pep sheet. So what you can do after the episode or during the episode is to go into our website, rosenshine.com, and click on the pep sheets. And that's where we break it down a little bit so that you can personalize this and, and really have a look at what or how do you get the perfect work-life blend for you. Exactly. So we were really looking at okay, what are the key components to really make work-life blend work for you if you're interested in that? And we said... So, and this thing, is what works for us, right? Yes. We're kind of taking yes. the example that works for us and then, then you have to see whether it fits into your life. Yeah, so based on our own uh, experience and some research and listening and learning from other people around us, we've come up with four points. The first one being, so find your best flow. And we'll come back to that, of course. And then find your own unique blend, your magic mix. Then do what you do best and let others do the rest. And I'm so excited to hear you explain this later <laughs> on, Josephine. And I and love finally, the rhyme there. So Yeah, really <laughs> I know. Uh, and let your brain rest, which is number four. So uh, have you uh, uh, have you done that this week? <laughs> no, brain? no. So obviously <laughs> I, I look at this list now that we've defined some time ago and I'm just laughing and thinking that, no, we didn't really maybe do <laughs> we didn't our, nail it. <laughs> we didn't really nail it. No, that's true. We have But to go and fill in the pep sheets after this episode. I know, I know. That's, that's <laughs> going to be our big assignment. All right. So find your best flow. Mm -hmm. uh, if we start with that one, you were saying this is how you've always been working. And yeah, I, you're absolutely right. And that's why the rest of the family always were so worried about you. <laughs> 
<laughs> because you have, we to, really you have to develop thinking. that a little bit, I think, for the listeners. No, but so here you were. You had this most amazing education. You've gone to the best universities. You graduated oh, with the first, and we're all very proud of you. And then we were expecting you to land this big job with a fixed place, you know. And this is your office. And here you were, like a typical millennial, actually, not at all doing that, but going to Sudan, living in different tents, and then moving. <laughs> over to Burma, in different Myanmar. Tents. Yeah, that's the impression <laughs> we had. Yeah. I mean, occasionally I lived in a tent, but <laughs> I didn't move around between tents. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, why don't you just uh, tell Yeah, me? I, I did really have that feeling and it is kind of funny now, given that I do have a proper job now at the UN and I actually think that dad for the last 10 years have been telling people that I work at the UN just because he hasn't known really how to describe it. He just didn't uh, want to get into the discussion with people. Right? Exactly so now it's really good that I actually do because for yeah. you know for years I've had to really explain yeah not really working for the UN you know yeah. but for the okay. sake of the credibility of this family <laughs> we're very grateful that you're but there. But I finally yes. took a job at the UN head quarters and yeah exactly so yeah after graduating I mean I think it's part uh, because I think the way that we developed and started to work into more of the gig economy is both out of necessity it's not so easy to land an amazing job in New York just after after you graduate uh, or or in any big city for that mm -hmm. reason and I think the other part was just having a bit of this um, a bit of an adventure uh, mindset and a bit of an entrepreneurial mindset so um, what I did yeah exactly after graduating we we traveled to South Sudan we've talked a little bit about that in our in the last episode career and courage then after that traveling to Myanmar and more seeking out work more as a more as a consultant but also it allowed us to to start to shape our career and do really interesting projects that I don't think necessarily we or me I'm talking a lot about we because my husband is in the same field and we do a lot of we did a lot of similar things at that time I think it wouldn't really have been possible in, in your first time job to really get all of these opportunities So we started to do this in order to gain more experience and it was a fantastic way of getting a lot of field experience. Yeah, and I get this picture in my head from some years ago when we were, I mean, we usually have chat on WhatsApp and yeah. it used to be that we had this chat my morning time and your lunch time and now it's the other way around when mm -hmm. you're in New York. Yeah. And we were chatting and, and you were just, I'm like, so how is it at work today? And you, <laughs> you sent me this photo and you were up in the north of Myanmar. Yeah. And this jeep had gone off road and there you were with like lots of people trying to get it up on this muddy road. And it was just the contrast to I was just looking out to my colleagues who were sitting in this office landscape and I, I snapped a photo of us all absorbed into our computers and I'm like, okay, so this is a different kind of work. Really. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. There were some of these kind of surreal moments when we were speaking and, and you know, you're just in a, in a really strange, uh, random situation. 
but that's also part of I think the thrill of working in in the field as we call it you know you you're not just sitting in front of a computer you're really out meeting people and and crazy things happen and I think that makes it quite um, addictive to in this line of work addictive and I would also say I'm thinking about it because usually if you decide to work for NGOs like that and you usually have a lot of passion for it Mm. that must be difficult to see what's where does really work end and when when do you stop work really yeah I think it's I think it can be really hard and you really see it with people that work in remote areas and working in the field you're far away from your normal life or normal routines and I really think that the work-life blend is really quite challenging to separate between the two and I saw what a friend of mine posted on Facebook the other day and I was just laughing it just I think it really holds true for a lot of people that work that are really passionate about their job and it's that that's quote you know that says do what you love and you'll never work uh, a day in your life yeah which is a pretty quote I love that yes fantastic and then it was but it was crossed over and it was added so it was do what you love and you will work super fucking hard all the time with no separation or any boundaries and and also this is the best part and also take everything extremely personally (laughs) so uh, yeah that is but that is truly you know feeling passionate about all of these things Uh, exactly yeah so that's the passion which is do what you love you know stick into so if you are all passionate about this Mm. you still need to find your best flow I have now the opportunity because I've changed my way of working in the past year yeah you've done the big step you had this uh, complete change uh, in in your career from this super stable job and now now you are your own boss. I know we've kind yeah. of traded places because now you are the one going to the office every day and I am having this completely different work-life flow really. Yeah. I mean if I look back to a typical week or, or the week ahead of me I will be in London for two days. I'm going to hold a leadership workshop with the client outside of Stockholm for three days and then I'm going to be working a little bit with our brother at the hotel for a couple of hours on Monday and then I'm going to go and meet a client it's all kind of a big blend and also with all the different things that we are doing now with Rose and Shine so how do you find your flow in all of that this is a year for me since I've been working this way and I try to really spend some time on seeing that I really do find the flow in the best possible way So whenever I do work at home, I really try to think, how do I distribute my day in the best possible way? I might start by some reflection, sitting in the big chair by the fireplace. Uh, Then I will go up in the office and do focused work. If I have Skype meetings, I can sit in the conservatory and where it's lots of light. I try to use the afternoons when I know my daughters are coming back home from school to go and sit and work in the kitchen and be there and I know that around that time in the afternoon I'll have a break and a nice cup of coffee with them and a good chat and then that means maybe that I'll have a shorter lunch because I know that's how I'm gonna work so I kind of distribute my day yeah so rather than randomly moving around in the house you actually almost have a little bit of a schedule so to say yeah yeah And what I've also noticed now that I've worked differently is that that's given some new insights and inspiration to my 
uh, mindset and also kind of brought back creativity because I was so focused on my specific tasks and duties in my previous role that I'm, I did not open up for other things. So I guess in a sense, we, we can thank Rose and Shine to come about because we had time to really discuss and, and think about these different things because usually, you know, I would not really be able to be present and focus on on those different things so I think it's good for the energy to really do things a little bit different once in a while yeah no and that makes me also think about we've been reading a little bit about I I think it's super interesting female entrepreneurs that are starting to plan their their work in accordance to their menstrual cycle that sounds like all new and, and, and crazy, but it, it makes a lot of sense once you start to, to look a little bit into it. And you found this really interesting uh, article that we were discussing that, you know, in the past, we've always been looking at kind of the negative imbalances of, of the period and kind of trying to counterbalance that. But now there's more and more research, finally. I mean, it's quite crazy, right? I know. But finally, there's more and more research in regards to how you can, as a a female, use your menstrual cycle and and plan according to actually maximize benefits and actually use it in in the best way to be most productive. And I've been quite inspiring, uh, hearing a, a couple of entrepreneurs that, of course, they have control over their own work schedule. It's not so easy if you're in a, in a so called normal job but they actually plan their weeks according to to their cycle and therefore will do maybe more extroverted maybe more kind of delivery type tasks at certain times and having maybe a more introverted more working from home more preparatory work during other parts I think that's fascinating I think that's so good and I think really if we just could have that approach to more things in our life use the boost of all those hormones rather than thinking that it's something of a disadvantage I think we should actually really do a, we should do a mini study on you <laughs> given <laughs> that you have the <laughs> given that you have this new life now and then we can uh, then we can report it back and we can see if you can actually plan it accordingly oh that would okay be fun. yeah that, let's see let's see if we get I just there volu- I just volunteered you here oh thank you um, thank you but I think definitely it would be really interesting to learn more about this so maybe it's a future separate episode on its own I would say Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. But what But about me then? What about like a full-time uh, employee? Yeah, how, how you, do to we find do your it? flow when you have. I think it's also about really <clears throat> challenging the the system a little bit. And I remember I was managing a large department, and I had this super talented new graduate joining my team. On our introduction meeting, she was saying, "Well, Victoria, just to let you know, I'm not really a morning person, so I'm suggesting that it's better if I come in after ten in the mornings." And I was going like. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> here, yeah. we, you know, for me, that was like, I, because I'm such an early bird, I'm in the office at seven and I'm like, okay, so the slackers can come in at nine, right? Yeah. And I was like completely unflexible, really. Yeah. And now I'm asking myself, why was that? Because yeah. obviously she wasn't, she didn't want to work less and, and yeah. she was probably brilliant in the evening and. For sure, there would be days where it was required that she'd mm -hmm. be there at nine. But mm. other days, why not? Why mm. was I so hard on that? And I think with the new generation coming out, with the millennials and established organizations and companies, they will be challenged to take into consideration the flow, best energies of their employees. And mm. probably to everyone's advantage. So I would say as a full-time employee, perhaps challenge it a little bit and, and consider how you can plan your day accordingly with when you do meetings, when you do introverted work. I guess what we want to say is really for you to think about when is your best flow? How, how do you work best? And mm -hmm. really proactively try to put that into your way of working because that will give you a much better and interesting work working life yeah and then we said the next point that really will make a difference is to do what you do best and let others do the rest and Josephine <laughs> you have yeah. lots of experience in this what would you say really works for you what what does this all mean actually a couple of years ago you brought this book with this very ambitious title the four-hour work week you introduced it into our life the Tim Ferriss book and it really gave me and my husband actually he's been incorporating this the most really gave quite a lot of ideas on how you can focus on what you want to do and let other people do the rest I won't really go in and talk about this book you have to check it out yourself it's a great book and it's a great inspiration a very ambitious four-hour work week but really it's it's an idea about how you can live a really full life but not actually working so much and one of the techniques or ways of doing that that he suggests is to outsource more of your work so really find the things that you don't really like to do either automate them and or outsource them So one of the yeah. examples that, that he has in the book, which we have incorporated, it's to have a virtual assistant. So for example, there are several different services. You can use something called Upwork, which is a website, and you can go there and you can find people across the world that can work as assistants for you. So we have Alex that you've now also met and she's helping us yeah, with, with part of this. And she's in Colombia 
and uh, she can help us with a bunch of things that we don't necessarily have the time or maybe want to prioritize doing like I hate booking flights so it's really and and some people of course and, and in the book takes it a lot further right so even starting to outsource part of your work, for example. Yeah, which I've is, heard about that. <laughs> which, yeah. is really, which is really interesting, but obviously like a big kind of gray area, like how much can you outsource your work? And legally, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a lot of potential problems. But it's a really cool idea. Like certainly you could outsource if the things that you're not so good, good at, say uh, really making beautiful creative work documents or, or whatever. I mean, why not outsource that and you can focus your time on, on other things that you are better at. So just look at us who have worked now quite hard to get the Rose and Shine community up. So we've had help from Alex in Colombia. We've had this lovely girl in Sri Lanka helping us create the logo. And we have yeah. Manish in India who's helping us to set up the web page and everything. So really, we've outsourced some of the tasks and we really got great help. And, and it's been I truly think, global. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really, the point is, do what you do best and really challenge yourself. Do I need to do all these things? Or is it someone that will do it better, quicker, smarter, than I would do where mm -hmm. I'm spending time. So that will help you, give you more time to do things that you really feel passionate about. And yeah. that leads us into our next point. Find your unique blend. Yes, that's interesting. Well, what is that? How to do it. What is your unique blend? If you were to see your life as a soup, I'm not saying that because that sounds quite <laughs> <laughs> awful. But if you were to see like, okay, I'm making life this recipe a for a great life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the key ingredients? So mm -hmm. me, for example, I'm, I'm looking now at more like the work parts of life. So mm -hmm. what am I focusing on right now? A key ingredient is working with Franklin Covey, with all my clients there and as a leadership consultant. Another key ingredient is being an author together with two of my American colleagues and we're writing this book. Actually, not just the three of us. We're like a huge project team and it's super exciting. Mm -hmm. Then a third perspective that's kind of added on to my work-life blend is the Rose and Shine project mm -hmm. that's been so exciting this past uh, couple of months. All of those are things that goes into my unique work-life blend, I'd say. Yeah, and I feel like you've always been quite good and I tried to do something similar, but you really evaluate what your different roles are each year and also try to see, you know, how do you, what is the focus within each role and, and how do you combine your different roles, right? Yeah, definitely. It's a key learning from, from the Franklin Covey materials with the seven habits and everything, but I've always loved that. And I've always spent time doing that to really see what it is that makes a difference. And I think it's really important that you challenge yourself and see, am I putting my time into the things that I really do love? And we talked about what can be the consequences of feeling extremely passionate about something. Yeah. But I think it is good that you feel passionate about what you do. And think about the projects yeah. that you do that are maybe borderline work and, and free time, like, for example, becoming a yoga teacher for us. Could that yeah. also add to our work life, really? Was it you and me who were talking about this, um, this book that just came out, Pick Three, which is about reflecting on your priorities, but then each week kind of picking three, not trying yeah. to do everything, but 
picking three priorities for for each week um i think that's a really interesting way as well of trying to avoid the the soup uh, yeah because sometimes because actually you're defining quite a few different roles that you have and yeah. if you're gonna excel in all of them every week that sounds intense <laughs> yeah exactly and that's Cheryl Sandberg's book and it's ah, great really good yeah and I was starting I, to google it and I was coming to the New York lottery pick three oh. so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay very good all right no but definitely and that's what we do or every Sunday looking into so what are my key big priorities for this coming week etc so yeah. that's definitely it find your unique blend because sometimes if you look at what you actually do maybe you spend a lot of time on things that you don't really think should be a key ingredient to your life and then maybe you need to remove that all mm -hmm. right so don't let it be coincident what ends up in your recipe but steer that i would say yeah okay so now we reached our fourth point the one that absolutely completely i have not done this week let your brain <laughs> let what your, do you mean <laughs> let your brain rest take breaks yeah okay mm -hmm. yeah so this this sounds like the least ambitious and it is the most ambitious that's right? a very good point yeah it's the most important almost <laughs> mm-hmm Okay, so what 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 is this? I mean, it well, seems I mean, quite natural. It's but. very. I think everyone who listens to this knows really what it means. Yet we don't really do it. But the key is that we need to stop once in a while to really make sure that we don't constantly think about those things. We need mm. to take breaks, mental breaks from everything that we're absorbed in, in order to really actually excel in them. Yeah. So a mental break. What's your mental break? Well, the mental break for me, it's probably about exercise, but th that is not always, you know, you can't start exercising in the middle of your work day necessarily or, you know, so it, it can be kind of hard. I think that the big risk, right, that we're all struggling with is make sure that the break is not looking on your phone, that the break is not like checking Instagram or Facebook like that's the opposite right I so think I, that's a great point yeah yeah so I what I try to do at work is I'm trying to be social I think that's mm -hmm. a really good kind of you know you have you stand up from your seat you speak to a colleague for three minutes you make it short your breaks should be short they should be social and they should be something else and then you kind of go back and then you can continue to work But that is also the criticism when you Google work-life blend. The criticism of it is that people do find it hard to not to switch off. And you need to be able to do that in order to, to not burn out. Yeah, I agree. So therefore, I think to be really proactive and plan for those days. So I plan once in a while ego days. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and that means that I go to a completely different setting. Once I went to our parents' apartment when they were not there and I... And eat all of their food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and jumped in their couches. <laughs> no, no, but really you're sitting like... Really taking some time off, taking, looking, reflecting, how am I doing? How am I in track with the goals and targets that I've set for myself? Use the time for reflection. 
Mm-hmm. So I would recommend everyone to take an ego day once in a while, have it like a check-in with yourself properly. And then I, I and I plan those when I know, like now I know it's an extremely hectic period for the next three weeks. Yeah. So I've planned a Monday where I'm not going to be very social. I'm going to be very introverted and I'm just going to have the day for myself. Uh, to, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I failed with that today. I actually had the idea because it's, it's, it's finally raining and being really autumny in uh, I'm saying finally because it's been so hot and sunny here in New York so I had planned to go to spa today but of course I didn't no that's the thing I didn't plan it so I had this idea of this special spa I want to go to and just before our meeting this morning I was trying to click and of course it's already fully fully booked I I'll I'll plan it for next week (laughs) yeah I think that's that's a key point if you don't plan those things they will not happen so I think that's really important and I also think it's good to make sure maybe you do little mini breaks and and do different things that will rejuvenate you that will give you new energy Uh, and when you and yeah and when you speak about the mini breaks I mean that really reminds me again going back to Tim Ferriss and the four-hour work week he um, introduced a concept in our lives that we haven't really well we started to you know try to implement them but that's around mini retirements so the idea is rather than you know working until you're 65 be retired that you start to introduce throughout your life thinking that you probably will or will want to work beyond 65 but you start to introduce these it could be a couple of weeks but you know ideally I think in his, his world it's like two to three months that you take off maybe on a yearly basis and you do self-work or self-reflection or you learn something new or go somewhere else. And his recommendations is always, you know, you go somewhere where it's cheap to live. So you can basically, you know, rent out your own apartment uh, or get the income from there. And then you can go and live somewhere where the cost of living is much better. And uh, yeah, focus on yourself. So yeah, we've been that's doing a really good thing. Yeah, exactly. And we've been doing that a little bit. It was easier when we lived in Asia and, and of course we didn't we were part of the gig economy. <laughs> uh, so we had more fluid uh, lives and and you know we would go to India and we would do surf and yoga and the idea is really to take this time to do self reflection and, and and I think that's a great thing to do so quite opposite from just it's not just a holiday it's really if a holiday is just about doing nothing this is more about taking active steps in uh, maybe redirecting your life or learning something new or developing yourself really yeah a little bit like what we're gonna do in november going for our yoga teacher retreat Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I think we should start to sum up now, Yosan. We've said that work-life blend, you know, it's the new reality for many. And it's a great thing if you find the perfect mix, I would say. We said there were four key components to make that happen for you. Yes. So the first was finding your best flow, your rhythm, the, the time of the day that you do different things, the amount of hours per day, really trying to maximizing your productivity, time of the year menstrual cycle where you work and so on and then the next thing so what is my unique blend really what are the ingredients and to consider what are the key things where I should spend my time and energy on then thirdly don't waste your time on tasks as other could do better and uh, really try to be a little bit innovative and outsource uh, or team up with others but I think Traditionally, we were quite scared of outsourcing work and it's not as scary having tried it out the last couple of years. It's not as scary as you might think. And if you find someone really good, it's a big help. Yeah. 
And finally, remember to take breaks. Remember to take complete breaks, time <laughs> off, no electronics, meditate, let your mind rest because you will be paid back in lots of new thoughts and energy and focus when you do that. So download our work-life blend reflection pep sheet and you will find it on uh, rosenchine.com. And while you're there, sign up for, our, for joining us so you get all of our news and latest and we'll be super happy to communicate with you. Yeah, we're so excited about creating this new global community. Also add us on Instagram, rosenchine. Yeah, so wishing you all a very lovely, fun work-life blend week. Ciao! Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.